One, two. Hey, one, two. What's going on? It's Stokely from Sauce on the Lane. <clears throat> hey, man. Thanks for listening. Not feeling too good today or just now. Um, I, I was using the uh, the coffee machine upstairs because the coffee machine where on my level is broken. And then I was putting some hot water in from the hot water cooler upstairs and my, my, my cup touched the cooler. And I think, uh, you know, it got contaminated. So now I'm feeling a little woozy, like I might get sick. So I'm sipping some hot water. When I get home, I'll probably take a shower and try to rest up. But, um, you know, um, you got to really set your boundaries, you know, regarding what you can do, you know. I, I don't like to disappoint people. Well, I've learned not to like to disappoint people. Um, so I just disappoint them from the beginning. <laughs> I just tell them, well, no, um, I can't do it. And if they pry and they try to beg or, you know, they try to coerce or whatever, I say, I can't do it. I'm, or I'll just revise it and say, uh, you know, I'm not going to do it. And it's um, it's unfortunate because I don't like to say no to people. Um, but being a people pleaser is kind of a risky thing. Um, especially if you're overextending yourself and you're not able to, you're not either able to fulfill what they're asking for or you're not really legitimately willing to 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 do what they're asking you know like you know and this is something that has to be gauged you know this doesn't apply to your day job you got to do your work so you can get paid this doesn't apply to your schoolwork you got to do your schoolwork so you can pass your class you got to follow the law of the land as much as possible you know you got to pay your taxes you know so it's not about you know let's not it's, there's nothing that's absolute but you know, sometimes people want you to do favors for them or people want you to lend them money or lend them your property or people want a place to stay or something like that. You know, um, you need to try to sometimes, sometimes what it requires you downplaying yourself so that they don't think that you have the capability, capacity or the accommodation, you know, um, yeah, you know, I'm sorry to say that. Sorry to say that we have to be so strategic. Sorry to say that we have to be so, um, uh, I don't know, obfuscating or whatever the word is or fake. But you have people out here that will exploit you. And sometimes they're not even directly purposefully exploiting you. They just want what they want. And whatever happens to you is not their concern. And if you go ahead and do what they ask, and it costs you or harms you, they'll some some will respond. I didn't force you to do it, right? So you got to make a calculated. You got to calculate things, and I've learned that. I've learned that actually through my cowardice and through behaviors that I'm not proud of. 
I've learned that I have that capacity to say no and let my no be no, like the Bible says, right? Let your no be no. Don't be like, maybe, yeah, you're wasting time. I saw a meme on, on the internet that says, if you got to think about it, the answer is no. You know, because if you wanted to do whatever it was, you would have said yes already. You know, it takes some consideration. Well, you know, that's, like I said, that's not absolute. Sometimes you need to gather more information. You know, sometimes you need more information. You need more time to do your calculations and weigh it. You need time to check your budget. You need time to to verify, do the research, whatever the case may be. So maybe it's not, so maybe, so it's not absolute that if you got to think about it, it's a no. That's, it's not, that's not an absolute statement. You know, just like downplaying yourself isn't an absolute thing. Um, sometimes if you're in a comfortable environment where you know that people aren't jealous of you, I mean, you never really know, but or you feel like these are your, you know, your real comrades, your real friends, your real, you know, your real, your real, uh, I don't know, people who are seeking to advance and defend your interests. If you're confident about that, then, well, you don't want to be overconfident. So anyhow, in some environments, you can relax and you can be yourself and you can say, well, you know, I made a million dollars this year. And you're sitting next to a person who just made forty thousand dollars a year, and they don't fit, and they don't care. They don't look at you as if you're bragging. They don't look at you as if you're lucky. They don't look at you as if you're uh, undeserving. They're not covetous, covetous, as the Bible uses that word, of you. You know what I mean? Or your whatever is whatever's going on, good for you. Let's not just use material things. But whatever's going on for you, that's a blessing. That's that they are lacking in. They're lacking in something. You got an abundance of that thing, and you're not giving it to them, and they don't feel no way about it. Right? Yeah. Either they're com even either they have a moral or they have an ego, or they have a pride, or they have self-respect, or they have the qualities where if they see you with, like I said, with more than what they have, even though they're lacking, and they don't have a problem with it, and they're still your friend, and they still look out for you, that's a real find, but, um, you know, that's a real one right there. But, you know, it's kind of difficult to find out who that is. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, some, like I said, I'm like, um, maybe I never said, said it before, but jealousy is an innate thing. You can see it in even in animals. You can observe it in animals. You know, if you ever have puppies, I mean, puppies are fighting for survival. Yes. Young animals are fighting for survival. It's very savage. But anyhow, so we're the same just like those little primitive puppies. Two babies will fight each other over food. 
we have to learn to control our animal instinct and our scarcity mindset and our survivalist mindset in order to have the patience to work together and share and say, you know what, you have and I have and that person over there has more but I, what I got is enough for me and I'm working with it and I'm fine with it you know gaining more and more and more is not reaching nirvana gaining more and more and more is not re- giving you peace I was watching another thing on social media uh, where a guy was saying well, according to him he knows um, he knows a lot of celebrities wealthy, famous, beautiful people. And they're unhappy. You know, all of the stuff, all of the fame, all of the attention, all of that is a responsibility. It's a it's a demand on them. We look at them like it must be so nice to do this, it must be so nice to do that. Must be so nice to have these material things. It must be so nice to go to these parties and associate and travel to these places. You know? But that's a responsibility that they have. They have they still have to pay the bills for all of those things. They still have to manage their money. They have more money to manage. They got more money to worry about. You know, look at it like this. You know, <laughs> because, you know, poverty is synonymous with the black experience, unfortunately. Um, you see people like an MC Hammer coming up, making, I don't know, more money than probably any musician had made at his time. At the time that he was making money, he was making probably more money than any black performer at that time. After maybe second to Michael Jackson. Maybe second to Michael Jackson, right? At that time. And he blew it all. He couldn't manage it. It was too much to manage. And I was just talking about grabbing our straws when people are suffering or they're in captivity. They grab our straws, they find religion. You know, at one point he turned to become a devout, saved, born-again Christian. Just like Nas, not Nas, I'm sorry, Mace. I guess to escape the environment of whatever he was living in during the time with Bad Boy after he left, he became a devout Christian. Craig Mack became a devout Christian. G. Depp turned himself in for the, a murder that he did. <laughs> These are all people surrounding Puff Daddy. But um, Loon, who is, I believe, Mace's blood brother. I think Loon is Mace's brother. Loon became a devout Muslim for the most part. He got... He, he has the full regalia. He wears, he wears the garments. He wears the beard. He colors his beard sometimes. 
you know, he's serious about it. He realized that he reached the mountaintop, he had everything. It corrupted him to the point where he had ended up doing some time in prison. I don't even remember what for, maybe it was tax evasion, but it was, I think it was unjust, but whatever. He spent some time, I think he was living overseas, came back to America. They prosecuted him for something like tax evasion or something like that. Spent some time in prison, came back out. Now he's doing community work. Now he's an activist. Now he's trying to help people. That's his purpose now. His purpose is not fame. He uses the fame that he has to advance his causes that he's doing for the community, feeding people. Um, but he realizes all of the rest of it is vanity. So he he dedicates his life now to helping people and being an example. Fitness and nutrition. That's what he's doing right now. Fitness and nutrition. And he's buying meals and sending meals to people who need food to eat. So, you know, uh, you know, some people really reach that mountaintop. But, hey, you know, he had to go through it. So I don't even know how I got here, but you got to draw the line sometimes, you know, with, with people, I mean, set boundaries. If you want to overextend yourself, you know, I'm pretty sure people want Loon to make appearances, do interviews here, go here, go there, you know, because he still has a name that some people, people of my generation remember. People of my generation want to hear him talk about all the controversy and People want to hear him talk probably about Puff Daddy. And I'm pretty sure he's he's swatting those requests away. I'm pretty sure he's saying, you know, I don't have any comment on that. But, um, you know, I haven't, I follow him on social media, but I don't know what he really says as of late. But um, I'm pretty sure he swats away those questions. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he swats away those questions. And he says, you know, probably something like, listen, you know, that was a, um, that was a, that was a, that was a, um, there was a time in my life that I was a musician and, um, and, 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 and I, 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 I learned a lot. Um, I experienced a lot and, and, and I'm thankful for, you know what I mean? That's the kind of response that he would give right now. You know, you know, I'm here talking and talking, but I'm not humble. I'm not as humble as Loon is. In my opinion, Loon is very humble. Um, but that doesn't mean he's weak, but he, you know, he knows, you know, the Bible even says, um, only let what is edifying come out of your mouth. Basically don't, 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 don't say anything. That's not going to help anybody. Don't, 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 don't speak unless it's going to help somebody. So I think he's, um, he's really serious about it. He's not like, um. I don't want to disparage anybody, but he's not like the, he's not from Philadelphia. He's from Harlem, but I think he lives either in, he might live, I don't know where he lives now. He might live in Philadelphia, New Jersey, somewhere. He doesn't live in New York right now. I don't believe so. Um, But he's not like a typical Philadelphia. He's not from Philadelphia. Okay. 
but I'm just saying he's not like the Philadelphia Muslims that so I don't know why I spend so much time talking about Loon it's just I find people very interested when they become disciplined and they separate themselves from the rest of the sinners like myself you know who can't seem to commit to discipline can't seem to commit to um, being uh, a servant of the Lord like every day you know I, I still aspire unfortunately I want God's mercy but I still want to be I still want to do whatever I want to do and me doing whatever I want to do is what the Bible would call leaning on to my own understanding which you know I was just reading a verse that I saved the other day. It says, if you don't seek me, if you don't find me, or if you don't seek me, you do harm to yourself. But if you hate me, you love death. So, but I'm paraphrasing, right? So it's basically God saying, listen, if you don't look for me, um, you're going to hurt yourself. And then he goes on to say, if you hate me, then you, nah, you definitely going, you know, I'm going to destroy you. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, now, you know, these, these are, these are, you know, like I said, atheists, agnostics, whatever they call, you know, I don't really know the full definition because I didn't even know agnostics believed in some kind of demon, demonic energy. I didn't really know that, but somebody was on social media saying that they do, but I, I wasn't aware of that. But anyway, from what my understanding of agnostics, they don't believe in anything. They don't know of anything. Atheists believe that there's no God and then agnostics don't know if God exists or not. So that's how I understand the definition. So agnostics and atheists can always poke holes in anything that I say or anything that I quote from the Bible. I'm not good at quoting anyway. By asking simple questions. One of them is, why do babies die? If the wages of sin is death, what is the sin that the baby committed? You know, they can just they can just put a hole right in your whole theory right there. But anyhow, um, it's so tragic. Life is like, life is like, it can be very tragic. It can be very horrible. We got to give thanks all the time for all the good times we have. Every good moment that you have, you got to be thankful every good moment you got to be thankful for it because think about it if babies are dying right why are you so lucky if babies are sick why are you being spared and that's what i always ask myself why am i so fortunate why am i being spared i got the survivor's remorse going on you know Why is that? Why, you know, I mean, and, and, and this borders on, and vegans can also tear apart. Vegans can also tear apart speciesism, human supremacy, whatever you want to call it, by saying, listen, you care about, you care about life? You care about losing life? Do you know that animals have mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers 
husbands, wives. Do you know that animals have the same thing? Do you know animals feel pain? Do you know that animals have the same kind of pain receptors that you have? Do you understand that animals can be your friend? Do you understand that animals are intelligent? They can be, look, like in some countries they eat dogs. People say dogs is man's best friend. There's people that love their dog more than they love people. So imagine you knowing that somebody would eat your friend. Eat your friend. You know what I'm saying? So what's the difference between if it's a dog or a chicken or a cow? What's the difference? There's no difference. Still a living, breathing being. So when we look at the horror that we commit on animals when we eat them, the atrocities that we commit against animals when we eat them, when we kill them for their meat, when it's not really absolutely necessary, we could eat a bunch of other stuff. There's a bunch of other stuff. Matter of fact, meat is not really the best for your body. No matter what these meat diet guys say on the, on the internet. You know? Yes, it has, you know, it has certain kind of long-lasting nutritional value, you know, but you can also get that from stuff like brown rice and more whole grain hearty type of things that stay in your stomach and burn slower. But anyhow, I'm not a nutritionist. Don't I even know what I'm talking about. But when we talk about, yeah, you know, the animals. Anyhow. Yeah, set your boundaries, you know. Don't make anybody um, force you to do something. Just shut it down as soon as you can, as fast as you can, as abruptly as you can, and as nicely, I guess, as you can. Um, that's it, you know. Thanks for listening.